everyone. Welcome to Podcast Insider. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mike Dell. Mike, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm wearing the headset today because a little construction going on close by. So hopefully you won't hear the jackhammers. Oh, yeah, I know they're uh, taking the concrete out of your basement. So uh, fun stuff. At least you don't have to carry that out. No, I've carried enough crap out of there. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this is my uh, last show before we uh, head off for Christmas. I'm going to be on vacation starting on the 14th. So uh, the rest of the team will be with you throughout uh, the rest of Christmas. So for, I guess for me at least, uh, Merry Christmas to the Blueberry family, and I hope that you have a good one. But with that, we've got some news. We've got a best practice. We've got some Blueberry news. We've got a Blueberry pro tip, and we have a question of the week. But really to kick things off immediately was, and, and I didn't get to watch the live presentation of this yesterday, but I started to read the report this morning. Uh, Sounds Profitable put out a report called Safe and Sound about listener brand safety. Mm-hmm. So did you get a chance to take a look, Mike? I browsed through it. Uh, one thing I th- thought was uh, pretty cool is they uh, they got an almost 50-50 uh, men and women uh, sample, so... <laughs> That was good. And then they had some stuff about genres and particular shows. Have you heard or not? And all that. But uh, yeah, basically when brand sponsor content listeners find offensive, podcasting is no different than any other media. Some listeners will associate the brand with that content. So, you know, if you're, I think their their, uh, takeaway is that uh, controversial content may be harder to monetize because a lot of brands really don't want to be controversial. You know, one of the things that we did in the very early days of podcasting, part of our requirement at Tech Podcast Network was that you had to have a family safe show. You couldn't have cussing in it, Mm -hmm. but we did not limit the content. We just basically said, hey, don't, you know, those words that are normally banned from normal broadcast TV and not necessarily cable, but please, uh, you know, don't uh, make it so that you can have the eight-year-old in the car with you and listening to the show. And that's kind of the guidelines we had for, and we were very successful, but it's true. If a show is a little bit controversial or is known for, you know, for getting a little ripe, uh, it would either be adult content and, or strong language. Or, and political, Uh, I think is a lot of what they're talking about here. As well, you know, if you're if you're leaning left and uh, there's a right leaning podcast that gets sponsored by X brand, you know, how apt are you to tie that brand to oh. that podcast? So they they're staying away from from political shows because they're a hot potato for fifty percent of the market. Doesn't yeah. matter; they're going to make someone angry. Although but, the uh, know, the I, the chart they have here. It was kind of, it says, you know, what percentage would no longer consider a brand if it advertised on a podcast with content you don't agree with? And 62% said they wouldn't uh, consider that, you know, they wouldn't boycott that brand because of that. So that's actually good. But it's still, it's a high percentage that that would, 38% being that they would. So that's that's pretty amazing. I think we have to... 
understand that advertisers are kind of caught between a rock and a hard place at this point. And, you know, I, I think we have to understand that they're trying to reach all audiences. Mm-hmm. So it is, uh, it is, it is a bit of a, a challenge for them out there, but well, anyway, good report. And, uh, if your podcaster is definitely something you should read and go through for sure. So, 22 Podcaster Wrap from Spotify that was released on November 30th. So, podcasters, if you haven't looked at this yet, maybe you got your own stats for your show, but you can go into the uh, to your platform at, at Spotify and take a look. Yeah, they give uh, some insights I'd, of what's happened over the year with your podcast. You know, if you're getting enough on there, I don't know as everybody gets that. Yeah, because I think you have to have a certain amount of viewership. And one thing I found out from Spotify, I was having a very difficult time finding one of my shows on Spotify and I had an open ticket with them and they basically told me even if you type your show's name exactly it may end up to 300 shows down the list the only way that you even if there is no shows with other no name like yours you still might be 300 below everyone else because they require your show to have some sort of consumption over there. Mm. And if you, if you don't have any consumption at all, they drive you all the way down. So if you, if you are not getting a lot of traction at Spotify, it probably is because people can't find your podcast because it's buried. It's buried in the search results. And they only reward shows in, in search that actually get traction. So it is a... It's a little irritating when someone says, hey, I can't find your podcast on Spotify and you go look for it and you can't find it yourself. So, of course, if I can't find my own show on Spotify without the direct link to it. So if you want to drive your searchability in Spotify, you have to drive people there manually from a link to be able to listen to your show. That's the only way you're going to get get found. Yeah, you got to give them the direct link to your listing over there. Yeah. Uh, you can do that in our destinations areas of, of all our tools. So that's a, a way of promoting it. If, you know, if you're interested in getting a lot of people on Spotify, you know, some shows just don't do well on Spotify. It's, it's very genre specific, I think. Yep. So what PR pros should know about podcasting? Uh, lots of helpful stats on podcast creation trends. Yep. And this is from muckrack.com. And again, takeaways from the state of podcasting is kind of interesting because sometimes these articles come out and you're like, who is this? <laughs> who are you? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, how, you know, how do you know this? So, but uh, pretty good write up. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, one of the things I thought was interesting is current events drive content inspiration, but not for everybody. So, like, you're doing a tech show something big happens in tech that will inspire you to talk about it. Sure. But if, you know, something politically happens that it doesn't have anything to do with tech, you're not going to talk about it, but some right. political show might. Yep. So, which makes sense. And so. you know, that's the advantage of being a, doing a new show is because there's fresh content every day. I don't have to really go digging for it. It creates itself. So yeah. it makes it easy uh, to, to put a podcast together. Sad news from Westwood One and Podcast One. Founder Norm Pattis has passed away at 79. I believe he had throat cancer. Yeah. And uh, 
I've I've uh, met and talked to Norm on numerous occasions, probably the last time about a year and a half ago. And Norm was a larger than life character in the podcasting space, had a unique reputation as well, accomplished a lot. Westwood One, Podcast One, he, he had uh, front row season tickets with the Lakers. So, you know, big Lakers fan, Rip. Yeah, I met, I, I met him, uh, I think, at NAB show in 2015. He was speaking because uh, that's when the, the podcast conference of the day was uh, was tied with with that. And uh, an interesting guy, definitely larger than life. And, uh, <laughs> yep. you know, you know and, and I'm sure if he had not gotten cancer, he probably would have lived to have been 110 years old. He was very active, sharp, fit. Yes. The whole nine yards. So, uh, yeah, just you just never know. And, and sadly, a, a second loss, a fellow podcast hosting company employee, BJ Foresight, their scrum yeah. master for their dev team at Libsyn, has uh, passed away in a car accident. And they have a GoFundMe, uh, which t- I looked at it I, uh, uh, the other day, and it looks like it's stalled out a little bit. It's about 7000 of the $10,000 are trying to reach. So uh, if you feel that you uh, can donate to throw 10, 15, 20 bucks at that, uh, whatever you feel, uh, please consider it. Yeah, he has three, uh, he three little kids, yeah. Yeah, small children and a wife. And uh, so a sad news there for, uh, for their uh, longtime employee, BJ Foresight. Rob Greenlee, uh, formerly of Microsoft, Podcast One, Spreaker, <laughs> And formerly of Libsyn is now working at Podbean. <laughs> yeah, um, everywhere. SVP, SVP of content and partnership. So I, you know, I was teasing Rob yesterday. I said, "Wow, Rob, you got another notch in your belt. Oh my goodness, you're gonna, <laughs> you're making your rounds working for all the podcasting companies. He knows where all the dead bodies are buried. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> he also uh, shockingly yesterday showed me that uh, he's using a Mac now. Part of it is Podbean asked him to, yeah. but I, you know, Rob's die-hard Windows guy, you know, and for him to uh, have a Mac, I was, yeah. I was floored. It really well, was. Welcome to the dark side, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Greenlee's over there at uh, Podbean, but just as a reminder, Mike is the foremost expert in migrating people off Podbean. So, and Spreaker uh, and Lipson. Uh, and- <laughs> So uh, keep that in mind. So I got our best practice here. Tis the season for giveaways. Oh, yeah, this is a big one. Yes. So uh, go ahead and read our our best practice. Yeah, if you're feeling extra giving this holiday season, consider gifting your loyal listeners and fans with merchandise uh, or in-person or virtual experience, a special shout-out on the show. There's all kinds of things that you can do or give away or, uh, you know, doesn't even have to cost a lot you know maybe you know have a, a half hour conversation with them if if that's uh, something that would be of value to them you know i've done this before we've done this as a company before and you know it just gets people a little more involved with right. your show and you know it's kind of fun you know especially if you like have a network of shows where you have some overlapping audience you can do it at a network level uh Oh, did we ever do that at Tech Podcasts? I, I don't think so. But No, uh, you know, and I think the key is, though, you know, a merchandise and gift is kind of hard. How do you select which sure. fans 
you're going to give something and do you make it a contest? Then if you do a contest, there's all kinds of, you know, considerations with that. But I think the special shout outs are always important and, you know, give the folks that are helping you with your show, you know, anyone that's added value to your podcast. And I think you should do this every episode, but if you have specific fans that are, you know, the super fans and the folks that are going the extra mile and maybe retweeting and, you know, just take some time and, and thank those folks because fans like to be appreciated. You know, great for uh, bringing together hosts again. And like you said, in networks. And I think the main thing is just to show appreciation. And I, I try to do that every episode anyway, but I think a little more in the holidays is, is warranted. For sure. I said, uh, I've done that before, you know, when I was doing uh podcast help desk, I, I gave away a, a complete podcasting rig, uh, as a, uh, it's kind of a contest thing and, you know, a little mixer and a mic and a couple things, you know. And, right. And it was great because I got to talk to and meet a lot of, lot more of my audience because they were, they were more interested in that, obviously. And, you know, I gave it away to a, a guy that uh, was setting up a podcast studio for uh, high school. And, right. you know, it was just, it was really rewarding too on top of it, but uh, definitely had some more engagement than I would have normally. So let's move into Blueberry News. We've got a blog post up, What to Consider When Choosing a Link for Your Podcast. It's written by Jen Thorpe. <laughs> this article is a nice companion read to the PR pros from our news segment this week. Yeah. And we're also beginning to compile a 22 Blueberry Industry Recap article. Let us know if there's something specific that you'd like to find out. And we're wrapping up a... Well, not a handful, a large handful. <laughs> a truckload. Yeah, a truckload of projects before the end of the year. And they were mentioned in the latest newsletter. So I'm sure what we're probably going to do is a lot of this stuff we're going to wait, yeah. get it all refined, everything done, and we'll probably pop uh, some of this stuff out right at the beginning of the year. We're going to probably have three, four, five announcements right at the at beginning of the new year. We'll see where the timing is, some of the stuff is you know one thing that's coming is for sure is the reporting for the programmatic advertising that's yeah. in the final stage that'll be uh, delivered and maybe even some payments will be delivered before uh, Christmas so we'll uh, keep you advised there speaking of uh, which but, it's not on our list but I have another thing also our affiliates out there the uh, year-end bonuses are coming oh and, that's uh, true that's uh, we try to get that out to people somewhat before Christmas, but maybe right before. I don't know what the timing is on that, but uh, if you're an affiliate and and you've uh, gotten some checks along the way, uh, you may be getting a little bit bigger one. That's right, the annual bonus. And again, if you're not an affiliate already, and how that works yeah. is we pay between five and 7% at the end of the year, depending upon the volume of business that you've brought to us cumulatively. Mm -hmm. There's also some components in there on staying active as an affiliate as well. But, um, technically you, we, we have some affiliates that do earn significant amounts of money, uh, every year, five figure checks. So definitely look, at uh, becoming an affiliate if you're not one already. And that, oh, that's basically promoting Blueberry Podcasting Services. All right, let's go ahead and roll into the Blueberry Pro Tip. Okay, here goes.
Hi, it's Toby Goodman here. This December holiday season has always created a pattern interrupt. For many, it's a chance to unwind and take a break. But for us podcasters, there's a strong argument we should continue publishing through the holidays precisely because of that pattern interrupt. Why? Because it's long been the case that for many podcasters, we see new listener acquisition at its highest during this December and January period. So how does that translate Well, for podcast listeners, that pattern interrupt means a chance to check out new podcasts they normally wouldn't have time to listen to. So for us podcasters, it means getting to fresh ears during a time of year we wouldn't normally be able to do so. So today's tip is keep going through this holiday period. All being well, you've batch produced some shows ahead of time and preloaded them to your Blueberry hosting account so you can also take a break. If you're feeling overwhelmed with all of that stuff, the Blueberry Pro production team can help. Just come and say hi over at blueberrypro.com. Yeah, we talk about that every year. (laughs) That's right. I I agree completely. Is uh, keep on rocking. Yeah, and it looks like our schedule here is going to be uh, yeah we'll be able to we'll be able to swing that uh, all the way through so we shouldn't be skipping any more shows good so we get a question from facebook hello i always record audio only for my show but another show invited me as a guest host and they also record video i have a webcam attached to my windows 11 pc and my mic running through an audience interface Does anyone know if this will allow for the camera to capture video and the microphone to capture the audio during the entire recording? In the past, my attempt with this setup always found the mic on the webcam taking precedence over my interface. I appreciate any and all suggestions or advice in advance. A lot of people miss this, but, you know, if you're using a a system like Skype, or Zoom, or uh, you know, all the all the different ones of those. Uh, they do have microphone settings where you can select which audio source you want to go into the system. I do that here. Uh, currently, today we're using Skype, and I've got my webcam right in front of me, and I've got the Rodecaster that I select as the audio source in the Skype settings. And some of them uh, that are web-based, there'll be a little. Uh, a uh, little icon up up in the by the address bar to uh, set it in the browser which microphone which video you know like i have two different cameras here and you know i have to select which camera and i have to select which audio source cuz i have a built-in mic and a and and the the roadcaster and all that but uh, there are settings depending on what system you know i i can't give you the exact thing but look for any sort of settings with that system you should be able to do that without too much issue, even on Windows. And if you're coming in via remote guest, most of the platforms being used by podcasters, they have the ability to, again, not only to select which camera, if you have more than one, so sometimes be able to webcam and a laptop camera. So you might have one or two. And number two would be, again, like Mike said, you might have one or two or even three audio sources, Mm -hmm. depending on the setup of your system. So um, yeah, perfect answer there, Mike. So if you got a question you'd like us to answer in the show, drop an email to Mike at Blueberry.com, audio, text, or video, and we may use it. You can also post a question on the Blueberry Podcasting Facebook group. Yep, and the best place for support for any Blueberry product or service is our ticket system over at Blueberry.com slash support. 
And tickets give the whole team access rather than direct emails or phone calls. And, of course, you've been coming to you this week from the new media production studio in Quarter, Michigan, in Mike Dell's World Studio in Traverse City, Michigan, produced, of course, by the Blueberry Pro production at blueberrypro.com. And you can fill out our listener survey at surveys.blueberry.com slash podcastinsider. And you can set up your own if you're on our stat system and uh, run a survey yourself. You can schedule a one-on-one with me, hosting customers only. Email Todd at Blueberry.com. And you can schedule a tech checkup with me, uh, hosting customers only. Email Mike at Blueberry.com. You can send us your podcast sticker in a self-addressed stamped envelope, and we will send you a Blueberry Care package. That information is at PodcastInsider.com within the show notes of the podcast. Everyone that's been here, thank you so much again Merry Christmas. I will be out for the next couple of weeks and I'll be back probably for the New Year's show. So uh, look yep. forward to that. Yeah, we got but, a uh, we got a, a little bet to settle on that show. So <laughs> Oh, we do. Yeah. What what do I owe you? A dollar or yeah, two? A dollar. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> anyway, I'll have Mackenzie, I believe, next week uh, as a co host and I don't know who on the twenty uh, second, but uh, Somebody will be here from the team. All right. Outstanding. Everyone, thanks for being here and thanks for watching the and listening to the Podcast Insider. Everyone take care. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>